Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today, I want to discuss the Marvels trailer that dropped earlier this week. There's a lot to discuss with this. Um, primarily, there's a lot of um, dislike for this trailer. We're going to kind of try and discuss that, um, talk about the movie generally, and kind of make our own decision about you know what we think of this upcoming movie. So um, this is apparently the most disliked trailer ever on YouTube. So that's a big title to hold. Um, I don't think it's particularly fair. Uh, there's a lot of reasons surrounding that. Uh, I am going to try and tackle them as best I can, as sensitively as I can. Um, some people aren't going to like what I'm going to say. Um, that's okay. Uh, that's that's like kind of the point of for what it's nerd. Um, and if I don't, if we don't talk about this head on, we're never going to change it. We're never going to actually get anywhere with it. Now, I will say before you know going into anything else, I am not the hugest captain marvel fan i am not the hugest fan of the captain marvel movie i don't think it was the best movie marvel's put out i don't think it was even top 10 but i still have a position as regards a lot of the other stuff going on and i do think this movie is actually going to be a lot better there's reasons for that and i think um there's there's kind of there's some truth in some of the things that are being said but that are being used as ammunition i'll kind of try and elucidate on that as well um but let's start kind of basic you know straightforward brie larson the um actor who plays captain marvel is how would i put it she is a scapegoat the sacrificial lamb of anyone who wants to um, detract from female roles in films anyone who wants to detract from female roles in marvel female-led projects she is the sacrificial lamb she doesn't she's the one who's used in loads of thumbnails she's the one who is 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 that used to generate um disdain towards the marvel brand and to wokeism as regards female-led projects now I, I must admit there has been times in the past where I have found Brie Larson to be terse. Let's, let's put it that way. I found that in certain interviews, she has come across in a negative light. Now, I'm not saying that she is a negative person. You know, having learned, looked into more kind of background stuff about this and looking into the way she makes fun, especially between the, is it between the ferns? I think that kind of really sold it to me that that's how she, she, she acts in interviews she's joking she's having sort of a, like a a sarcastic tone to how she speaks now don't get me wrong that can still rub people the wrong way I'm, I'm aware of a lot of people in my own personal life who have humor um that other people don't like I, I, you know that doesn't mean they're a bad person they're just that they're, they're hard to um deal with in those certain circumstances so Brie Larson, you might not like her in interviews. That does not mean she is a bad person. That does not mean she is ungrateful. That does not mean any of that stuff. Let's throw that aside. You know, perception is everything. And some small interviews does not give you an insight to a whole person's life. Now, with that out of the way, the, the scapegoat thing as well is something that's kind of just generally going on in a lot of different spheres. Marvel has a very, um, Star Wars, sorry, has a very similar thing. They use Kathleen Kennedy or they use, um, Daisy Ridley, um, you know, Ray um, from Star Wars, the, the sequel trilogy. Um, the, the, there are other examples of this kind of sacrificial lamb stuff going on. So it's not like Brie Larson is the only one, but she is the forefront, the, the main one as regards um, 
as regards Marvel. Now, we saw similar things with She-Hulk as well. We saw a very similar um, kind of disdain come out of that. And a little bit with Miss Marvel, though I would argue less so because there wasn't as much of a um, there wasn't as much of a clickbaity a, a way to make that as big as maybe She-Hulk or Captain Marvel. Now, with that aside, I will say I I I am trying to play not play both sides because I think one side is in- incredibly wrong in the way that they demonize people, they demonize actors and make it feel like these actors are not welcome in the community when a lot of people are really, really feeling these characters. But I will say, I will again admit that there has been past encounters where I do feel Brie Larson has been that way. So, you know, not that there's give and take, it's just that like for certain people who will get, um, who will fall into this kind of habit of disliking this actor, I have, I know other friends who have because of certain interviews and stuff, there are other people who are more extreme that are that are culminating this idea, if, if that makes sense. But to go back to, to, to brass tacks, so to speak, the Mar- Captain Marvel was not a great movie. The Marvels is a separate movie, just like Thor had two bad movies, relatively speaking. I disagree on, on Thor The Dark World, but that's a whole different topic, a whole different video you guys might um lynch me before that but um <laughs> i um i feel like um you know there's there's like a there's like a um w- w- there's like this sense that anything captain marvel is inherently bad and i disagree with that entirely i think any story any project that is separate from a previous project has the potential to be good again captain marvel is not my best my my favorite character but i think this movie has some potential why do i think that i think the issue with captain marvel one is she was insular and not just insular in the sense of she was in the 80s this movie was set the, the first movie was set in the 80s um but she didn't really have her set of characters yet you know, the one character she had was her best friend, uh, um, Maria, um, who was essentially a side character who was always going to not be in or not be as prominent in a sequel because time was obviously going to catch up with the rest of the MCU. So you had a character who, relatively speaking, was solo, apart from Nick Fury, but we knew where Nick was heading. You know, you get this situation where really Carol had to stand on her own and be enough on her own without the characters around her because you had to propel her then straight into um endgame now that's partly a failing of the studio but i think it's also partly a failing of perception of how much work that had to be put into that to make it work for endgame on time now some people will argue again that that is not any excuse but you can't introduce all these characters in 2008. It's just impossible. Like, you can't have all these characters exist as long as Iron Man have, so there will be characters who feel slightly jostled in or slightly um, less developed than others because that is how these things work. There was always going to be a solo movie that happened right before Endgame that didn't fit necessarily with the overarching narrative thus far. There was always going to be a newcomer to the board, so to speak. And you're seeing it now. Um, there's going to be like, for example, the Fantastic Four movie is 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 arguably going to come out right next to, if not on top of, um, Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty, and then they might not even feature, is the rumor going around at the moment. So you, you see how these things work. You see how sometimes you're going to have heroes who don't immediately get into the big thing, or when they do, they're slightly 
different because you have to kind of pace it correctly with the rest of the things going on. This is a massive undertaking anyways. Now, why I think the Marvels is going to be better is that I think not only do we have, have we had time to let the concept around Endgame, etc. breathe, we also have the situation where we have other characters who are Marvel, Captain Marvel aligned, Captain Marvel um, designated, so to speak, in this property. Now, I'm not saying they weren't in, in one, I'm just saying that they're stronger in two because you have a Captain Marvel fangirl in Kamala Khan. You have the opposite of that, um, maybe Carol's least favorite, per like um, least biggest fan at this current juncture in um, Monica Rambeau. You have Nick Fury again, but this is Nick Fury in the mod, the, the 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 kind of cutting edge of the MCU, so to speak. So his story is part of Captain Marvel's story in this one. A lot better um, idea. You have also the um, the Khan family, which is going to be an interesting um, dynamic compared to like. So you have this very terrestrial story, this very terrestrial idea compared with this very. Um, this very cosmic story. You also have Cree villains that build on the stuff with Yon Rog from um, Captain Marvel One, but but also it doesn't. They don't seem like the primary antagonists to the film. If that makes sense, it feels like this story is situational. It feels this story is about becoming coming to terms with yourself and your allies, and I think that's something that Captain Marvel in general was was the issue right it was that she, she she can do everything herself she doesn't need any help and don't get me wrong that's a very big important step for um empowerment of women in movies and i, I agree with that kind of idea but that trope is starting to wear thin because people want people want relatable everyday people even in their superhero stuff and yes everyone loves a go-getter everyone loves your essentially like your barbie that can do anything that that's a bad, bad idea but like with the with the barbie movie coming that's kind of the idea that's kind of prevailing is that people like this idea of this this amazing this amazing this like woman who's like pretty this woman who is everything who can do everything and it's just it's not super super girl is not real so to speak she doesn't exist um superwoman doesn't exist and so um you know there needs to be a sort of like regularity within the character, even at a cosmic level. And so this idea of being able to rely on your team and rely on those around you is something that seems very integral to um, the Marvels, but in a way that still has an empowerment of women and, 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 a, and a kind of a strength of female characters in that the three that are intertwined are all you know women they're all of um different origins they're all of different you know they're, they're different backgrounds they have different you know it, it is about more than just captain marvel in this and some people have argued since the announcement that the marvels was going to be called the marvels that this was because they felt that brie couldn't lead her own project i personally disagree i think this was always sort of heading this way it's it's the ant-man and the wasps conundrum so to speak would Monica have led her own title? I don't think she's as strong enough of a character, not, you know, as the character herself, but as a brand to go that far. Captain Marvel works because it says Marvel on the tin. If you hear Marvel is creating a Captain Marvel movie, it works. Miss Marvel is sort of the same. That's why she got her own show. But 
that again was slightly lesser because you know you've got to introduce this character who is relatively speaking still young comic wise like she is a young character but she's also young as regards her length of comics she came in she came into the universe in 2015 so she's not even been around for 10 years as opposed to captain marvel who whilst you know the captain marvel iteration of carl danvers hasn't been a like a long spanning thing the idea of captain marvel marvel has been even longer much longer so like you have to you have to understand that this was a move very similar to having Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, don't get me wrong, I think in another universe, Wasp could have stood on her own as well. I'm not saying that that's some kind of like dig to Wasp, but Ant-Man and Wasp are a, con- like, are a duo that has always kind of existed in the Marvel space to a degree. Um, and so it made sense to ha- it makes sense to have some heroes that work together all the time. It's like if they did a different way of doing the MCU as regards Captain America, let's say they spent more time with him in World War II, you might have had Captain America and Bucky Barnes or Bucky, Cap and Book, or, you know, something weird like that. Like, you might have had these other different versions, or you might have had, you know, um, the Invaders, which would have been, you know, Namor alongside Captain America and the, the first iteration of the Human Torch, for example, with Bucky. There's all these different, you know, characters who generally have a lot to do with other characters. There's the big ties in the, in the Marvel Universe. If you look into these comics, if you look into these stories, there's characters who are almost integral to each other. And that's what this is, in my opinion. Now, as the movie goes, it seems like it's going to be a, a bit of a like a, a romp through space. It seems like it's going to have a lot of different things going on. I am very interested to see what happens. I think this potentially could lead towards... The fact that Secret Invasion is happening and then this is happening looks very much like they're leading to some kind of Kree scroll something or other. Um, I don't know how that's going to culminate. You could see something akin to the Kree scroll war, but then also potentially lead into something like Empire, um, which is a comic in which the, um, you know, this will be years down the line, of course, but a comic in which um, Hulkling, who is the descendant of Captain Marvel, but also the um descend the not descendant sorry the son of captain marvel marvel but also the son of the the emperor of this the empress of the scrolls's daughter he's the son of her <laughs> i think that makes sense yes i think that makes sense so he's like he's like the grandson he's the grandson of the empress of the scrolls is what i'm trying to say in the comics um and obviously they're building towards young avengers they're building towards this seeming preschool scroll war is that something that's going to happen potentially um i think there's a lot of different ways they could take that there's a lot of like things they could do with that it would be very interesting to see the Kree scroll war kind of come together in that way but the interesting thing with that is the villains of that piece are the Cortati, which are um essentially not mantis's people but mantis's son's people it gets crazy but let's just say that wouldn't really work with the mcu as it currently stands so they'd probably have to put in a different villain i don't know how they'd exactly mess around with that so to speak but that's kind of big theory crafting for the future um another thing that people are kind of seemingly unhappy about in this is they feel like it might undercut the tension of um secret invasion because the theories in this too now that doesn't mean i think potentially this could be set before secret invasion but released afterwards because remember this movie has been touted to come out for a while this movie has been planned a lot longer than it seems to me secret invasion has i think this movie is coming out later because of production issues not issues but production um the 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 production lead time so to speak 
and I think that this movie would have actually fell before Secret Invasion in the timeline. Also, I mean, Secret Invasion could literally just be that Nick Nick Fury is a scroll all along. Like that could be like that could be like the big takeaway of that. So like Nick Fury is a scroll. I also think potentially you could see Hulkling it, it, um, come out um, come to be um, part of the MCU through um, Secret Invasion. By the way, just kind of like tagging on to the previous point. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm I'm trying to discern what exactly in that trailer was so dislikable to the people who have disliked this trailer so to speak apart from the reasons we've already discussed which are essentially in the nicest possible way misogyny um i i i can't understand marvel fans because in my opinion this is one of the more unique concepts they've brought out in in recent times like apart from like certain things like um you know one division was different but like the idea is the hero's journey has been something that we've gem- we've watched you know 24 25 times now in certain different variations etc this is a movie about a situation where three heroes are intertwined with each other and keep swapping positions and trying to work out what they're doing with each other and trying to decide how that what wh- why they're intrinsically linked and what's going on there that is more of a of a story than perhaps some marvel movies have given us anyway i mean look at love and thunder love and thunder was like the biggest like linear story of all time like the biggest like no side tracking let's just go from point a to point b no kind of no kind of character building no kind of really anything in my opinion apart from for jane foster for example but I, i i think this movie has the potential to really talk about character dynamics and women's dynamics and you know the dynamics of like social groups because you're talking about the Kree again versus you know the 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 humans and like how they interact in this kind of environment because people know of the Kree at this point the Kree aren't like a hidden secret at this point and aliens aren't a hidden secret at this point where in the 80s in, in Captain Marvel 1 they were and so were the scrolls but like at this point this is like something that doesn't need to be hidden just something doesn't need to be like squirreled away so to speak so it's very exciting to see how that's going to change thing is this like the lead up to an invasion of earth which has happened you know before kree have tried to invade earth is this some kind of um way of reintroducing stuff like in humans etc that could happen not that i know a lot of people wouldn't like that but there's potentiality there for stuff like that there's a lot of stuff that can happen in this movie and a lot of stuff that can happen coming out of this movie and before this movie and all around this movie i think this is a good step for the cosmic part of the mcu it's also a promise that the cosmic part of the mcu is going to keep continuing you know guardians is finishing in may like a few months from now and then like imagine if that was like oh are we going back to space and you know it's nice to know that we are you know, it's nice to know that we're going to keep continuing to explore out there as well as here on Earth, so to speak, in Marvel. You know, a lot of the more recent recent projects that we know about that are coming up are, you know, terrestrial projects, occult projects, stuff like that on Earth. But it's nice to know that we're still going to be in space. You know, Captain Marvel 2, could have, uh, the Marvels, however you want to call it, could have just been all set on Earth. Like, it very easily could have um but it's not and so i think that should be something that people are happy about and should be excited about and see what's out there and see what's coming next and you know there's a lot to kind of take away from this trailer and i think it's very exciting for the future of the mcu and if you're not on board with that then maybe you should get off the train now 
bit of a controversial episode i will admit some people won't like what i have to say some people will detract from the points that i've made but i make them with the biggest sincerity the 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 utmost um thought and intention in what i say and quite frankly if 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 you disagree let's discuss it but i think personally this movie is a good movie and a good step forward for captain marvel and the marvel brand as a whole as always guys thank you for watching slash listening 